Hello, I'm Jonathan Hand, and welcome to the Lease Negotiator podcast. Bringing you commercial property insights for the latest news, information, hints and tips, and sharing some of my experiences over the past 30 years. One question I'm being asked quite a lot at the moment is, how can I get out of my lease? What options do I have? So in today's podcast, I want to share my experience of what potential options that are available for a tenant. So a lease is a legally binding document that sets out the terms and conditions that have been agreed between landlord and tenant. In return for the payment of rent, it allows the occupation of the property for an agreed period of time. The rules of what can and can't be done by the landlord and tenants are all set out. However, circumstances can change significantly and sometimes these changes are not in our control. These might be structural changes to the economy, new legislation, changes in the environment, all of which have an impact on the performance of the business. As a result of which, the property you have a lease on is no longer an ideal fit. It may be too big, too small, in the wrong location or too expensive. So if this happens... What options do you have available as a tenant? The first place to start is to check the lease or bring on an expert that can look at this for you. So what things should you be checking? First is, when does the lease end? Secondly, is there an imminent break clause which allows you to exit the lease early? And also, what alienation provisions there are? Sorry for the technical speak, but that means, are you allowed to assign or sublet? Let's look at each one in a bit more detail. But by checking through the lease, it allows you to consider what options you have immediately available and allows you to make an informed decision. So let's take the first point, which is when does your lease end? This sounds simple enough, but you'll be surprised how many business owners don't actually keep track of when their lease is ending or even where a copy of their lease is. In most leases, this information is towards the beginning of the lease. There is generally a term commencement date followed by a length of term. So, for example, If the term commencement date is on the 11th of September 2020 and the term is for five years, the lease will expire on the 10th of September 2025. Once you know the lease end date and how near to the end of the lease you are, can you hold out until then or does an alternative course of action need to be considered? If the lease is some way to expiry, the next thing to check is whether there is a break clause. A break clause enables the tenant and sometimes the landlord if agreed, subject to set criteria to serve notice and to exit the lease early. The break clause can either be a fixed date break clause or a rolling break clause. In either case, the lease will specify a notice period and the conditions upon which a break is valid. If this course of action is available, I would strongly urge you to get legal advice to make sure that the correct procedures are followed. If the lease end is not close, and there is no imminent break clause, what other options do you have? The answer lies in the alienation provisions within the lease. Are you allowed to assign the lease or sublet? Now let's look at each one of those in turn. Assigning a lease means passing the lease onto another party. They step into your shoes as the tenant and take on your obligations and responsibilities. Once your lease has been assigned, you step out of the picture, although not completely. There is a caveat, and that is, as part of any agreement, the landlord would normally require you to complete an authorised guarantee agreement. 
This provides a safety net for them, so if the party you assign the lease to defaults, the landlord can come back to you as the guarantor. So it's vitally important you do your background checks to make sure the party you're assigning the lease to is bona fide and is good for the money. Any assignment to the lease will require landlord's consent and the conditions for this are all set out in terms of the lease. Some companies are reluctant to take an assignment as it means taking on your full obligations under terms of the lease. This can be particularly the case if there are lots of outstanding repairs that are needed or which are the tenant's responsibility. That's just one example where the assignee might not want to take on the liability, so instead they might opt for an underletting. So in the situation of an underletting, you as the tenant remain in your lease and still have the landlord and tenant relationship, but you now become the intermediate landlord to your tenant, so there is effectively a chain. You still rent the property and pay rent to the landlord, but your subtenant now pays rent to you. In this situation, there is a degree of variation that is allowed which means that you have a bit more flexibility, especially around the length of lease that you can offer, although no longer than your existing term. Also, in some instances, subject to being negotiated uh, within the terms of the lease, you might be able to sublet part of the property. So an example of this is if you occupy a multi-storey office building, for example, and you have a lease on a number of floors. If you need to let one floor go and uh, you have the ability to find a subtenant, then that enables a subletting of part. In the instance of lease assignment and underletting, both are dependent on finding another party who's interested in taking on your space or part of it. So what happens if you can't find someone to take on your space? Outside of defaulting, the other alternative is to approach the landlord to see if a lease surrender can be negotiated. In this situation, the landlord agrees that you can hand the property back, return the keys, and in essence, at this point, your lease and your liability ends. Why would the landlord do this? A variety of reasons, but they do need to see some benefit. This might be in the form of a surrender premium, which is a payment to offset your rent, service charge and repairs. They might have an alternative tenant lined up, or they may have uh, redevelopment plans for the building, for example. However, whilst the economy isn't doing particularly well, the landlord might not be prepared to surrender the lease. In this case, is it possible to negotiate a variation instead? So this might mean agreeing a rent reduction or the landlord offering some other incentives or taking less space in return for signing a longer lease or removing a break clause, for example. So if as a tenant you're in a building that no longer is fit for purpose, there are potential options and it it is worth checking your lease through and getting an expert to have a look for you to advise you further. I hope this has provided an answer to a question that I am being asked quite a lot about at the moment. Thank you for listening and next week we'll be delving into more commercial property insight. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I can be found on LinkedIn, Jonathan Hand, The Lease Negotiator, or check out the website, theleasenegotiator.com. I hope you enjoyed listening and please subscribe, tell your friends, comment and share. I look forward to welcoming you next time for more hints and tips and insights into the commercial property market. I am Jonathan Hand, The Lease Negotiator.